This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Student Leadership News Podcast. I'm Ronan and with me, as is often the case, is... Cameron. And Cam, we've got some exciting things to share about student leadership today, don't we? We sure do. We're down here in Sydney at the moment. Recording in Sydney whilst we're down doing some leadership training with students at a school. So we've got you know ideas buzzing around from things that we've been talking about, things we've heard students talking to us about. And we'll bring those ideas to life in the podcast. Yeah, I heard some great ideas today from some of the students and I can't wait to discuss them a little bit more, uh, especially in this first segment, Ronan, which we're going to get into best leadership tip. However, before we get into that, I know everyone's really keen for that. I thought (laughs) it's always great to let you know where you can find this podcast. So if you're watching the video at the moment, then that's great. Glad you're enjoying it. You can watch on Facebook or YouTube. But then audio, if you're much more of a person who likes listening in the car, on the bike, running, anything, then you can find the podcast basically anywhere. It uh, I found on Spotify the other day. I enjoyed it on Spotify. Enjoyed it on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. We're trying to make it possible for people to listen to it wherever they are. So if you listen to our podcast in a very random place let us know we'd love Hmm. to know like where where are the random places that people have the earphones in listening to the podcast and you never know you could win a freddo frog or something like that wow generous with the prizes cam (laughs) okay let's be more generous with our advice instead yes well let's jump into our first segment ronan which is best leadership tip blt best leadership tip Okay, best leadership tip, Ronan, BLT, one of my favorite sandwiches. I like using that every single time <laughs> I intro this uh, this segment because, you know, it's such a great sandwich. Yum. Bacon, lettuce, lettuce and, and tomato. tomato. Chuck a little bit of man- mayonnaise on that as well, and you've got a great It's not called sandwich. a BLTM. Okay? Well, I like the BLTM. Yeah, so we've got to stop somewhere. Otherwise, it's like BLTM and then T for toasted again, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, and like C with a Coke and chips. You know, oh, like, yeah, it's got to stop somewhere. Now you're talking. No, anyway, that's not the actual <laughs> you got tip me today, dreaming. is it? <laughs> okay, well, BLT, Ronan, you've got it for this episode. What is your best leadership tip? Okay, I'll explain the tip uh, in title first and then give some more elaboration on it. It's to support a local Oh, love it. Okay, now what I mean here is often we hear student leaders that get excited about wanting to support a cause and they look far and wide and search things on the internet about really exciting causes and overseas charities, these types of things. Now that's good and it comes from a great place inside wanting to help others but the thing is sometimes there's such a distance away that it feels disconnected and so the best leadership tip for today is to support a really local cause. Look for something in your local community that you can connect with. We recently published an article on studentleadership.news, the online site, uh, about some students in Tamworth. And they supported a campaign that was ha- happening locally um, because farmers were being affected by drought and you know lack of rain over recent months, even the winter months. And there's a campaign happening locally that lots of people are involved in called Are You Are You Aware We Care? So that was what the campaign was called. And there was a lot of social media activity about that. Are you aware that we care? People showing care towards the farmers. And the students thought, well, if that's something that's happening in our local community, let's have a fundraiser. And for them, it was the simple type of fundraiser. It was cooking a barbecue at school and selling that. It was wearing non-school uniform and paying a privileged price to be able to do that and using that money to go towards drought relief for farmers. And because it was a local cause, everyone like knew someone connected to that particular cause, affected by it. And um, so there was big uptake. So you don't have to look, um, you know, overseas to find a good cause most of us we can find something around the corner yep. 
Yeah, and especially if there's something in your community, you often feel more passionate about it totally. because it's something that you see the impact of. Yeah, so you're these, exactly right. So if you're fundraising for it, you'll see what the money went to. Exactly yeah. right. And and it means that like maybe next time it comes around, you feel like you want to get involved even more because you get to see the impact that it has. That's awesome. Yep. That's a great, that's the best glad, leadership Glad you tip. like it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, let's jump into our next segment. My favorite idea. Okay, in this segment, my favorite idea, we like to take something that we have heard a school do recently, an idea that we've heard of, and pass that message on, that idea on. So Cam, what have you found recently? I found this uh, article we just wrote about it the other day. It's uh, some students who sent school supplies to Timor. Now, when I read this article, I was really, uh, it took me back a little bit because in school, we used to do this thing called Operation Christmas Child. I've heard of that. And, and I loved it. It was a great. It was a great thing where we could bring a shoebox, which is what we had. You'd put in some different supplies. We had like toothbrushes, and then there was some school supplies as well. And there was also an opportunity. We all got these profiles of different people that we could have, and so you'd get to know. Yeah, a little you bit. knew whether you were going to be packing a gift box yep. for a ten-year-old girl or a twelve-year-old boy or a four-year-old little child. You knew that kind of information, right? Yeah, and so you got to like kind of. Uh, get to know who the person was, put in some special things for them. I love what the article says because uh, because it's a little bit more broad. So in the best leadership tip, we talked about our local community, but this is thinking about those people overseas where you may not see the impact, but knowing that you're doing a great thing. So I know that, for example, sometimes we take the school stuff that we have here in Australia so for granted. And I know when I finish school at the end of the year, I'd have leftover booklets and stuff. My favorite idea at the moment is using those leftover booklets even from last year yeah. using those leftover pencils and then actually putting them to a good cause actually putting them in those boxes like all you have to do is have a shoe box I don't know about you Ronan it's I true. go through a pair of shoes a year so I can get my shoe get box get the shoe box put it aside fill it with pencils pens erasers staplers all the school stuff hey yeah, yeah. and then you can put it, give it to these companies there's so many great companies who are doing these things and then all you have to do is fill it up with these school supplies and send it overseas that's good, and especially it. with that part of the idea, if we're using secondhand school supplies, yep. that's still exciting for someone else to receive, oh. and it's a way of people helping others without having to spend extra money. I mean, we could, but we don't have to spend extra money, hey? Yeah, exactly. So you don't even have to use the, like, you don't have to send the little two centimeter left of your pencil, yeah. but like in a, your 12 pack of pencils, you may have like four left over, and it's always great to give it to a great cause. Excellent. So yeah, that's there my we favorite go. Idea. Favorite idea. Love it. Fantastic. Let's move to our next segment. Three, two, one. Top three. Okay, Cam, in our top three segment for this time, I want to address something that people often find hard to talk about. It's when leaders have influence or when leaders have power, and sometimes people get a bit touchy about that. They think, oh my goodness, you know, if a leader has too much power, what are they going to do with it? So we're going to really direct this on you know, the top three ways to use influence for good. Great. Okay, So if you're a student leader, you've got some kind of position, you have influence that comes with that. So how can you make sure that you use it for good? So you get us started and we'll go through our list of three ideas. Okay, love it. Okay, the first way, to stand up on the behalf of someone else, on others. Now, this isn't like in a bullying situation, but this is instead using the power you've got, the influence you've got, the position you've got to maybe see a need and then fill it by helping out. So an example I can think of is uh, at my school, there was a robotics club that was started. Cool. And it was started by someone who you would never think was interested in robotics. 
they, they had no interest and they barely were involved in the club. But they saw that lots of people around school actually really liked robotics, but they didn't want to stand up and start the club. And so what this person did was one day they just said, okay, next Friday afternoon, let's uh, let's get together. It's on. Let's talk about what we want this club to hold and then let's get started. And then every second Friday from there, we had a robotics club that met and they actually put on these different shows throughout the year. It was really cool. They did like a uh, dance for our <laughs> city. Like it was really cool. That's awesome. But it all started from someone thinking, hey, maybe I'm not interested in robotics, but I know people are. How about I use my power, my influence to actually get people involved and fill that need? Excellent. So I think that's the first way, you know, stand up for, stand up on the behalf of others. Okay. Number two is um, to make a personal connection with people. Now this will sound weird, but I actually think that students at school love it when student leaders know their name. Yep. Like it sounds like such a simple thing, but if you're walking through the schoolyard, you're a younger student and an older student like says hello to you, if a leader would, would say hello to you and uses your name, normally people are pumped about that. Like yeah. it actually means something to them. They enjoy the experience of school as a result of it. Everyone likes to be known or recognized, yeah. especially if it's one of the leaders. So as a leader, you can simply uh, make a personal connection with as many students as you possibly can. And just by making that connection, you're, you're, experiencing, you're, you're increasing their experience of school and making it so much more positive. So I certainly encourage you, if you've got some kind of influence, then just use that in a really personal way. And um, you know, yes, you may be able to get to know a lot of students, but even if you don't get to that point, just make a personal connection with as many as you can. That will make, uh, make their experience of school so much better. Yeah, awesome. Okay, and the last way is to inspire others to lead. So a great way that you can use your influence is to then inspire others to lead. This means that like maybe once you've done something, they'll then turn around and say, hey, I saw what that leader did, how they helped me. Now, I want to do the same for some other people. And it can be as simple as that. Like for the robotics club I was just talking about, you know, someone could have a look at that and say, hey, whoa, I am now in a robotics club because someone stood up even though they didn't love robotics. I wonder what I can do for someone else. Maybe I can start a book club or something like that for some of my friends who like books, but I don't. What? But you don't like books, Cam? <laughs> I, I, I love books. Yeah. I'm just, it's just an example. It's just an example. <laughs> What's the last book you read, Cam? Uh, developing the Leader Within. Oh, okay. Good answer. I thought yes. I was going to catch you off guard. Yeah. No. no yeah. It's, I'm well still, done. I'm still going. Yeah. And the one before that was A Hobbit in Grade 11. So that was a while ago. Nice. But, nice. Oh well. No, I don't believe you. You've read since then. Yeah, I've seen you. <laughs> Either way. But that's another great way that you yeah. can use your influence. Inspiring inspire others. Inspire others to lead. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, you know what? That brings us towards the end of this seg- of this podcast, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to say goodbye. Yeah, I mean, when I say goodbye, like it's goodbye to the to the audience. Like yeah. you and I will still be hanging out for a bit. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. Bu- goodbye to the audience. But uh, as we sometimes do towards the end of the podcast, we're going to finish with a segment to conclude um, based on one minute wisdom. Okay, so one minute wisdom taken direct from the National Young Leaders Day, where uh, inspirational Australians. Uh, sharing wisdom to students that have have gathered, primary students and secondary students. And so we've uh, taken one from the archive of uh, the last round of the National Young Leaders Day. And this is from Dr. Fiona Wood. Oh, she's inspiring. Absolutely. So she's a a medical surgeon, medical doctor, and an inventor as well, like has has invented spray-on skin. It's amazing. Like I remember listening to her, like I've watched this One Minute Wisdom, and I was just sitting back going, like, how do you think of this stuff? But it's amazing what she's doing in the area of science and health and yeah, yeah it, 
I'm yeah, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> so we'll finish the episode with uh, one minute of her entire talk. So it's not the whole thing, but the one minute of uh, one minute of wisdom from Dr. Fiona Wood. So to our audience out there, you know, get in touch with us, yep. send us your questions. Yep. We love hearing feedback. Like we said before, let us know where you have heard the podcast. We do want to know. Uh, where you've been whilst you've been listening. Yes. And, uh, and we'll give you some shout outs as well. But uh, thanks, Cam. Thanks, Ronan. And we'll leave our audience with One Minute Wisdom from Dr. Fiona Wood. Let's do it. One Minute Wisdom, direct from the National Young Leaders Day. When somebody says you can't do something... Does that happen often? Does somebody say, no, you can't do that? You have to stand back and think, why? I know I was told I couldn't do stuff, and I thought, well, I can either stand and fight or I can just walk around. And so I learned really early that it was much smarter to go and find people who were going to give me the chance to waste my energy on those who were not going to, yeah? And you don't, when people tell you you can't do stuff, you don't have to believe them. You can work out, why have they said that? What can I learn from this? And how can I get stronger? And how can I work with those around me to make what I believe is important happen? Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news.